Welcome to War Dove Podcast. Warring Dove International is a kingdom organization focused on building local and global partnerships, equipping ministry leaders, and raising up a company of warriors who, like a dove, have eyes to pursue one thing, the king. Thank you for tuning in today as our founder, Lisa McFarland, shares her message. Thank you for tuning in as we are launching our adventure series. Walking with God is much like going on an adventure. And today, Lisa McFarland will be sharing with you some helpful insights of how to successfully navigate this journey you're on with God. We hope you enjoy. Then the Lord appeared to him at Shechem. Shechem is the place of covenant, right? It's the same place that Jesus sits on the well and talks to the woman at the well. Right? It's where Jacob lives later. Right, But he goes to this place and he builds an altar to the Lord. And it says, Then the Lord appeared to Abram and he said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountains east of Bethel. And he pitched his tent in Bethel on the west and on Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord. And he called on the name of the Lord. This is the place where Jacob's going to go and lay his head on a rock. And he's going to see the Son of Man going up and down on a ladder. So Abraham journeyed and he went on toward the south. Abraham's on an adventure. God has spoken to him and said, I'm going to bless you. I want you to leave your family. I'm going to show you where I want you to go, and I'm going to bless you. And Abraham immediately, whatever God said to him, it got so in his heart. He's like, yes, I'll do it. Let's go. Where are we going? I don't know. What's it going to be like? I don't know. How long will it take to get there? I don't know. Well, uh, well how will we know when we get there? I don't know. Well, what do you know? All I know is God. God told me to go and he's going to be with me and he's going to show me a city that he made himself. That's all I know. That's it. Are you kidding me? Yes, it's going to be an adventure. Come on, Sarah. Come on, Lie. Come on, everybody. Pack up your donkeys. Pack up your camels. Pack up your clothes. No, don't pack everything. Just what you can take. Come on, strap it on. We're going to go. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be an amazing adventure. I want you to think about that. And yet that's what it's like to get saved, is it? Isn't it? How long will I be a Christian? I don't know. When will I go to heaven? I don't know. What will it be like between now and then? I don't know. It's going to be an adventure. And you're on an adventure. And this adventure, sometimes we just take it for granted. Some of us have been saved so long that we've forgotten how to be a child. We've forgotten how to have an adventure. We've forgotten the passion. Right? Even now when I'm reading about Abraham, you're like, yeah, 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 I know about Abraham. Yeah, I, mm, I already know that story. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because Abraham was the father of faith. In other words, the adventure that he imagined in his mind that God put in there, he, he, he would follow after it until it became a reality and it manifested in his, literally, in his life. Amazing, the manifestation. And I want you to see this, that whatever this adventure that God was inviting him, he was like, you know, you want to go on a bike ride? You want to, you want to go on a, you want to go? You want to go on an adventure with me? And Abraham said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I'll go. I'll go. Wherever you want me to go, I'll do it. And he, there was something, and this is the part I want you to catch. There was something precious that was happening. There was an invitation by God himself. And I hope all you prophets are listening. 
There was an invitation by God himself to come on an adventure and to have things unfold and discover and explore and have God reveal himself to him and him be revealed to God. And they go on this journey and their friendship was about to grow on this journey. And Abraham didn't say, nah, it's okay, I'm good. My 401k is almost paid. I got this, I got that, you know, I've got my company, I got all my servants, you know, I got my dad, my dad's getting old, you know, I just got this camel, you know, I've been waiting my whole life to get this camel, you know, I just, I don't know. When God invited him on a venture, he said, let's go, pack it up, we're going. Going where? I don't know. Wherever the Lord's going to show me. What are we going to do? I don't know. Whatever God wants us to do. When will we get there? I don't know. How long will it take? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I got to go. There was something precious in this invitation and this encounter. And it imprinted God and a heavenly desire on the inside of Abraham so that it changed him. And you have been given an invitation by the same living God to go and see the same city whose builder and maker was God to leave everything behind and to go on this adventure with God how long will it take? I don't know when will we get there? I don't know what will it look like? I could say I don't know but that's not true because I've seen it (laughs) it's amazing it's an adventure what will happen along the way? I don't know. Will it be hard? Sometimes. Will I cry? Sometimes. Will I get tired? Sometimes. Will I laugh? Sometimes. Will I be happy? Sometimes. Will, will I dance? Sometimes. Because there's a time to laugh and a time to cry. A time to sing and a time to be silent. There's a time for peace and a time for war. A time to live and a time to die. All of that's going to happen on this, on this journey. On this adventure. But it's an invitation, and there should be a desire that's down on the inside of you that's like, I'm going. Going where? I don't know, but I'm going. How long will it take? I don't know, but I'm going. And I'm not going to let the hardship pull me back. I'm not going to let people who decide not to go pull me back. I'm going because there's something precious about God giving you an invitation. See, you thought it was awesome getting saved. Try going to the city. Try riding a bike with Jesus. Sometimes we need to go back to the future and be like a child. When, you know, if I said to a little kid right now, hey, I got a surprise for you. They don't even know what it is. They're like, really? What is it? Are you going to give it to me now? When can I have it? Can I have it now? And I said, well, we're going to go in there. Okay. And then we'll get in my car. Okay. They don't even know what it is. But because it was an invitation and there was an adventure and there was a surprise, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, me, I want it. Yeah, let's go. Right? We need to go back to the future where God put that desire in you when he put his breath in you. And he wanted you to be on an adventure and be excited about him. We can't get used to God. We're on an adventure. Turn to Psalms 119. Psalms 119 says this. 162. Psalm 119, 162. Says this. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. 
Remember the first time you heard like a prophetic word or somebody preach and it was like it was alive and it tasted like it was in your mouth and you're like, like honey, and, and, and you felt filled up and you felt loved and you just like, whoa, God spoke to me. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. As one who finds great treasure. I rejoice. Woo! God spoke? Really? What did he say? It's not, yeah, uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, oh, God spoke to me. Yeah, I already knew that. Really? Because if you did, how come you didn't do it? How come you're not rejoicing? How come you got the been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, outgrew the t-shirt thing going on? Because when God's word comes, it's a treasure. It's an adventure. It's precious. It's amazing. And, and it's going to cost you everything, but it's worth everything. What are you talking about, Lisa? Turn to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Jesus is spending time. He's trying to teach them what heaven's like. He's trying to take them back to the future. You know, we start out in heaven in God's mind, and then we end up later in heaven in God's heart. Right? You know that, right? Because heaven's inside of God. You start out in God's mind, because God's outside of time. He already knows, because he could see you before time began. And then you're on this journey until you're reunited, and then he puts you inside of his heart. In the meantime, he's holding you in his hand and he's got you on this journey, on this adventure where you're discovering him and what he created and you're learning to rejoice in his word and his word is sweet like honey and what it tastes like, what it feels like, what God sounds like. Uh-oh. So in Matthew 13, God is speaking to them and he's, and he's telling them what the kingdom of heaven is like through these parables. And, he, and there's only two verses, two verses, and most of us just jump right off of it, and we don't even pay attention. Verse 44, right? He, he's talking about the leaven, the mustard seed, the sowing, the tares, and he gets to verse 44, and he says, again, in other words, hey, listen, I'm reminding you again. We're going back to the future. I'm telling it again. I'm, I'm saying it again. Again. Are you listening? Again. This is what heaven is like. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. It's like a treasure that's been hidden in a field. Could it be his word hidden inside of you? Could it be the Holy Spirit in a clay pot? Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found, and he hid it. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Just like Abraham. Abraham found God. Really, God finds us. Actually, God allows us to find him. Right? Abraham found God. And when God said, I'm going to take you on an adventure, Abraham, and I'm going to show you a city that the builder is me. I want you to leave where you are. I want you to change what you're doing. I want you to step outside the norm. 
I want you to trust me for something that's unseen, even though you have everything in the natural going for you. But there's something on the inside of you that I put there before you were born in eternity that I want to draw on, and it's going to pull you into the future. You're going to walk around the land, and you're going to prophesy to nations. You're going to prophesy to generations after you. I'm going to put the sin of man inside of you, and from your family, all the other families of the earth are going to be blessed. You can stay where you are right now and it's pretty good right there in Heron. I love it that you're going to synagogue. I love it that you're that you're worshiping me and not these idols. But listen, I want you to leave all that and I'm going to take you on this journey and you don't know anything that's going to happen. All you know is that I'm going to do it. Are you game? You going to go for it? Are you going to go for it? Heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. And when a man finds it, he hides it back up again. And for joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Sells everything. I thought I had everything. I thought I was happy until God come and he began to speak on the inside of me and woke up a desire in me I didn't even know was there. I remember the first time I had a baby. Right? You know, you think you know children, you love them. But, you know, before you have kids, you're like, man, they're so loud. Man, they're so messy. You know, I remember my husband. My kids would touch him on his pants. He'd be like, hey, you're putting your fingers on my pants. Don't put your fingerprints on my pants. Don't touch my tie. You're going to mess it up. Right? But when his kid was born and he heard the voice, I remember, because his face changed. And yours will, too. And the baby comes out and it cries. And it's your baby. Something inside of you you didn't even know was there will wake up and come alive. And it will never go to sleep again. There will be a desire in you to love that child and take care of it. And, it'll be, and, it, and it's like, it's something, it's just like you never, you, you just don't know. If you've never had a kid, you don't know. Anybody who's a parent, am I, am I telling the truth? Raise your hand. Am I telling the truth? As soon as you hear its voice, you're like, I love you. I love you. I love you. You can't help it. You can't help it. I feel the same way every time that somebody gets saved or I baptize them or we cast a demon out of them and I watch them transform in front of me. It's like I'm holding a newborn baby in my hands and I watch the same thing. I'm like, it wakes up. You didn't even know it was there. You didn't know God put that in you. You didn't know that was part of your destiny. You didn't know that was part of your purpose. And then all of a sudden God comes and wakes that thing up and you're like, boom, and it turns on. Remember the first time that you felt like you were called to ministry and all of a sudden you're like, whoa. You just had to pray, had to read, you had to tell somebody about Jesus. And something awakened inside of you. I'm talking about passion. I'm talking about adventure. I'm talking about something waking up inside of you. I'm talking about God's invitation. Hey, are you game? Hey, will you come? Hey, will you go for it? Hey, will you come to me? Hey, will you pray? Verse 45. Again. Again. Right? He tells all these other parables, right? But there's three that he says, again. In other words, I've already said it, but again. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he had found one pearl that was of great price, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, an invitation. An invitation. An invitation for what? For an adventure. 
What kind of an adventure? I don't know. It's a surprise. It's a discovering, exploring day to day, day in, day out, up and down, inside and out. Want to hang on by your fingernails. Want to choke somebody and jumping up and down saying, yes, 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 yes. It's all of that. There's no words for it. There's no words for him. It's beyond description. It's indescribable. You know, and I thought I was madly in love with Jesus when, when Jesus came and filled me with the Holy Spirit. But you know what? I'm, I'm more lovesick and more impassioned and more full of fire than I was when I started out because I know more about him. So now I know there's a lot more I don't know. A treasure. Something precious. An invitation. An adventure. Able to go back to the future. God's inviting us. And you know what's going to cost you something? What will it cost you? Everything. You say, well, that's a pretty high price. I don't know if I could pay that. Well, he already paid that for you. I think it's the least you can do. What's it going to look like, Lisa? I don't know. I don't know. It might be Thank you so much for listening to Warring Dove International's podcast. To find out more about our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at wardoves.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We'll see you next time on our next episode.